2: Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones and we are here for another episode of All Things Healthcare we and are. this one we could call All Things Money because right. we're going to cover a lot of things about when well, we do this a lot, right? We, and talk, we talk about, about money all the time
3: on the show. And, and
2: I tell you, it's yeah. my, my ongoing quest to figure out where if we throw out these numbers that we get out of the media yep. and where, the, where do the numbers come from. Yep. And exactly. so I need to get some uh, more official sur- sources, but we're going to kind of bounce around today and talk about Healthcare costs, and then by way of talking about them, you sort of discuss yeah. how we got there and where right. we're going, right?
3: Right. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, you're very familiar with Price Waterhouse Coopers. They're a very reputable right. uh, agency. They do a lot of research. It's Price Waterhouse Cooper's Health Research Institute.
2: Yep. That's they, a branch a branch of uh, yeah. the main main group. Yeah, there. Yep. they're
3: big. Uh, healthcare costs are expected to rise seven percent in twenty twenty four which is higher than they anticipated, and that's over 5.5 in 22, 6% in 23, and now they're saying 7% in 24.
2: Yeah, and you so, kind of look at that and you go, oh, you know, it's a percentage point, yeah. but it it represents a huge dollar amount because we talk about yep. that budget. That's right. And again, you know, it, it's sort of that that ecosystem of spend and earn that gets thrown away. I mean, it's to me, it's a lot like... You know when we're we're raising the, raising the minimum wage, right? Right. So we raise the minimum wage, presumably to make it more affordable for people to to live, right? You know, have a job. You know, two people in a in a household have a job. How much would that cost? Right. Well, the reality is, what we really did was raise the the paychecks. Which I mean, where does that money come from? The right. the shop owners are getting by what they're getting by on. They're just okay. going to raise the prices. So right. now it costs more to live. And well, I, I look at the healthcare bump up mm-hmm. kind of like that, right? Because yeah. it's more money out, more money in, yeah. and we know where the money comes from. Yep. It comes from you and I. That's right. I mean, well, fifty percent of it. Fifty percent comes. Does. Well, fifty yep. percent comes from all the taxpayers. That's right. And the other fifty percent will come from employer based yep. or mm-hmm. individuals. That's right. And but we can call it employer based, yep. but if the employers weren't paying for health care, where right. would that money go? Exactly, it'd go to their employees, right? Right, presumably, you know, yep. in, in in the perfect world. So it is. It's that that big cycle, and the only time we really screw with the cycle is when they just start printing money, right? And well, that, we
3: do a lot of that in Washington. We, too. we do. That's what I'm
2: saying. We do a lot yeah. of that, yeah. and that that's where all this stuff becomes almost meaningless. Yep. Because the money becomes meaningless. Right. You know, it's, it's kind of right. a, a crazy cycle.
3: Well, CMS also sent out some projections on national health expenditures from 22 to 31. And mm-hmm. they're pretty much in line with what PricewaterhouseCoopers is saying, Dr. Mark. But the thing that is disturbing me is back in 2010, our cost of GDP of health care was around 13%. Yeah. It's pushing 21 20, now.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's jumped. And it's
3: going to continue to go up.
2: And it, and it will. And yeah, it's funny. We talk about the different groups. They're, they're. I would. I would wager that they're all getting their information from exactly the same places. Yep. You know. Yep. I, I mean, right. Right. I think we talked about this during COVID. How there was a group that was putting out. They had a. They had like a yep. a one page website, and they were putting out numbers on it right. and they were listening to the output from the cdc and they're like oh my god the cdc we were right on right. we're spot on well, right. then it turns out it was their numbers exactly so so when the government agency puts something out you we got to know where they get it from that's right, right? and i bet they, they get it from price waterhouse yeah. you know
3: well let's look at where they're saying these uh increases are going to come from sure they're basically saying the expense uh the provider's expense growth and subsequent rate increases along with mainly pharmaceutical prices is going to continue to drive healthcare inflation. And we talk about drug all the time. But the thing that I want to make sure our listeners understand, it's not the doctors when we talk about providers' health increase prices.
2: No, it's not. No, because yeah. their, their numbers, right. so 50% of that money, again, comes from the government. And That's that right. number That's hasn't right. gone up. It's That's gone right. down. That's right. Right? And but but so you, you said you said it you said it's going to come from the the price of insurance yep right we talk about how rate increase there's never basically. been there's never been a year that you didn't have a rate increase double right? digit yeah, yeah. Yep. and then and then the yep. far, and big pharma which is where we say the other right? big sink is exactly so it comes back to the simplicity of those two groups finding the the money yep. and, and, you know, the insurance companies, they're not doing research.
3: No, you know, they're not, no. they're not
2: reinvesting no. in people's health. That's right. Right. They're trying to figure out how to increase the profits and through some of the, the other claims. endeavors. Right. Yeah. That's true too. <laughs> that's right. And that's one way to do it. Right. <laughs> that's so, so, I mean, that's, that is very frustrating yep. and, and in as much as the big farm has always been a target that we talk about, well, yep. you know, we may want to start this lower bar and say, well, you know, when everybody understands that monthly outlay for health insurance. Right. We've all experienced it whether it's through your employer or you individually. So everyone understands that. Right. And that is the piece that that is messed up. Yep. You know, and and I wonder what percentage of that increase is just going for private insurance. Yep. So I mean that would be that would be, a, that would a, be an interesting, interesting number, number. To, yeah. to say what yeah. if yeah. we what if there was a Well, a I can freeze. tell you.
3: When you look at rate increases on private insurance regularly, they build in an annual 12% rate increase right. in their actuarial number, whether they need it or not. Right, right. And I've asked my physicians many times, when's the last time you got a 12% it's rate never increase? Happened.
2: Yeah. It's never, I mean, even yeah. over a 10-year period. That's right. I mean, and it's not woe is me kind of thing, but, no. but, that, but that's, the, the problem becomes the face of healthcare for an individual yep. is their provider, yep. Yep. and so... If healthcare cost goes up, right. what they're seeing in their mind is that, right? Right. Well, one, of the, not, big, one the of the big
3: issues is labor cost and supplies. But one of the other things, and we can talk about that in a minute, but consolidation in the healthcare industry, Doctor Mark, is driving up cost,
2: and it shouldn't. That's
3: right. It shouldn't. It should do just the opposite. Should
2: do just the opposite. That's right. I mean, it's sort that's of right. like having those centers of excellence. Yeah. If you've got one yeah. group that's doing everything, yep. unless they're being dishonest right. and greedy, which apparently they are right. they should be able to do it more efficiently and at a lower cost so exactly. that that's that doesn't make any sense yeah. at all
3: no it doesn't well i think you know and we're going to talk about primary care and where the money goes in primary care a little later but it's obvious that in consolidation and there's been a lot of it over the last 5 years in healthcare sure it has at, at all levels like it, like hospital every, consolidations
2: yeah. uh, big pharma consolidations yeah. everything, everything. Yeah. yeah
3: primary care mm-hmm uh, and even specialist medical, medical device, medical device, everything. Yeah. But it's it's documented that consolidation equals lower quality and higher cost.
2: So when when we look at something consolidating, if we, let's say let's say we're looking uh, at a, a car sales company, okay, okay? Yep. and if we're looking at consolidating, we're, and we have somebody that's buying up the larger dealerships, yep. right? The, We've the, had
3: some of that yeah, in Orlando. It happening happened yeah, right here. Yeah. And
2: the idea is that they're going to lower administrative cost mm-hmm. because you don't need, say you buy 20 places, you don't need 20 CEOs or presidents. That's right. right? That's right. But what's happening in healthcare is they're not doing that. No. They are, they are buying up like a medical device company, buying up a smaller medical device company, and the only people they cut is the sales force. Yep. And the sales force are kind of the lowest paid – and they, they only they're they're paid essentially a commission. Right. So right. if so if it's not selling, it's not paying. So I mean that's almost a, a break even for the companies. So they, they cut out the sales force because now they're they're still selling the same amount that exactly. the whole group was selling. Yep. That's a so, good analogy. So that commission yep. is still being paid. Right. It's just being paid to fewer people. That's right. So now you can pay those fewer people, that's fewer people that you have to insure. Yep. And that's but it's at the top that it's not happening. In the, in so that key middle to consolidation management consolidation and is high management
3: higher, higher profits. Yeah, that's the whole key well, it, to consolidation. It, well, the idea
2: is yeah. you're going to get higher profits if you cut your administrative costs. That's right. That's right. Just not happening. Yeah. And I don't think it's it's any mystery because if you just there's so many examples of this that that we can look yep. up in if yep. you in any industry that you wanted to look at yep. and if you just look at you break up the cost they have on their on their different levels of employment. And you're going to see changes at the bottom, but not in the middle and the top. Right. And th- that those are the big dollars. So that that becomes the problem, right? And they're That's going to get lower. You would imagine they get lower costs on supplies, right? Because they're you know buying more of them. But it's just not working out in healthcare, and it's once again, it's why you know what what's the difference? Why yeah. are we why are we losing out here,
3: Doctor Mark? On another show, we're going to talk about abnormal abnormal practices. Which have normalized the U.S. healthcare system, which uh, is kind of what you're talking about. I there. guess so. Yeah. I guess so. so you'll yeah. be interesting when we get to that.
2: Yeah, no, that's a that's a good foreshadowing. Because
3: you know the other thing, and, and you can probably speak to this as a physician. Insurers are saying that some of the answers to lowering drug cost are pro- providing more biosimilars. Can you talk to that?
2: Well, I mean, the 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 insurance companies might be saying it. Yeah, but Big Pharma is definitely not saying it. No, no. And so the idea here is, if we have a medication that's been approved by the FDA for a, for a new treatment, a yep. new complicated treatment,
3: and explain to so, our
2: listeners what a biosimilar is. Well, I mean, somebody's gonna have to explain it to me yeah. because I've heard so many different discussions. But okay. uh, but, but essentially, it is what just what it sounds like it's bi- it's activity is similar to this other biologic. Right now, when we're talking about. Just biologics. Mm-hmm. We're talking about things that that affect essentially our immune system. Okay. So they're immunomodulators. There's a lot of that out there. And so, yeah. so the big things that you're seeing on TV for Crohn's disease, you see eczema. A lot of those those drugs are are these, these, this biopharma industry right. that's being out right. laid out there. So they're expensive drugs. Now there are other medications that claim they can get similar results at a much lower cost and they're usually through smaller companies so that these companies their biggest challenge is getting into the hospital because the hospital has contracts with the big i'm sorry the big drug companies right and they're the ones that carry these expensive things like you know humera we've we've talked about that specifically in the past and it's some of those things that that can be competed with that's right. probably not the right grammar no, that's but right. but but if you compete with those groups at a lower cost now i don't want to say that we're <coughs> talking about things like uh compounding pharmacy mm-hmm. and that's where it gets really confusing because somebody can say okay we have there's this very particular let's say uh uh pain reliever right and but and it's, it's very expensive and but you can go to a compounding pharmacy remember,
3: compounding was very prevalent in the inhalant area. Right. Albuterol, right. Proventil, Ventolin,
2: those well, kind of things yeah, years but, ago. But also in a lot of the topicals and a lot of analgesics. And right. the key was there was kind of a loophole that these compounding pharmacies could charge if if the compound, and a uh, compounding what they do they there's multiple ingredients. Mm-hmm. And so you say, oh, we've got a an analgesia cream that we compound. And it cost, it's going to cost you nothing. And if you buy the yep. non generic, it's going to cost thousands. Yep. And then you go, oh, well, this is my insurance. And you they see look a at big it. Part
3: of that in the podiatric world. Yeah.
2: Well, let me, let me wrap what it up for you yeah. to, to the end here. So you see one of them that says, oh, yeah, this is going to cost you $50 a month, not $5,000. Right. And right. then you go to get, and they look at your insurance. And depending on how your insurance looks at it, mm-hmm. it could be just based on the dosing. They may not pay for it. Right. So then the compounding pharmacy says, well, we're still going to give it to you, but it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be missing like one ingredient. No big deal. Well, it's the ingredient. Okay. So that's where – that's not a biosimilar. That's a compounding pharmacy thing, and that's where some of the confusion comes.
3: we come back, Dr. Mark, we're going to talk about how lower cost and lower uh, average length of stays in the hospital compared to virtual and home care-based settings.
2: All right. We'll be right back. You're listening
1: to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry.
3: Navigate
2: the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings
3: for a great discussion on all things healthcare.
1: Healthcare Now Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra Saturdays at 11 a.m. Only here on The Answer.
2: You have found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now Studios and Larry, I forgot to tell you,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you what I did yesterday. What's that? I did I went to my annual visit.
3: Well, good for you. And you know what it cost? Nothing. Exactly. That's exactly.
2: Right. No, it was great, great visit, great catch-up. Yep. And uh, you know, I was I was even talking to my uh, my I'm wife very about proud it. Proud of you, yeah. Dr. Mark. Well, and and you'll <laughs> say like nothing really comes of it because I, yep. I I know my numbers already, right? Yep. And but at the same time, hurts
3: to check that. Exactly.
2: Exactly. I was having that discussion with my wife about she goes, well, you know, I, I go to see this doctor and we do this. This is a she goes, you know, and everything's good We're healthy, young. It's all it's all good. But but I think more than anything, I said, you know, it's just a good habit. Of course. And, the you know, that's
3: one of my big hot buttons. Oh, for it. Sure. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And it makes good sense. Dr.
3: Mark, they could have found something you didn't know about. Right.
2: And to be fair, I I was kind of funny. why not
3: do it? Right. To so, have so in, so in my in
2: there. my household, so you've mm. got you know a, a surgeon and a right. a nurse practitioner, right? Okay. And as I was sitting and waiting and thinking about the visit, waiting mm-hmm. for the doctor to come in, I thought, you know, no one has put a stethoscope on my heart in how many years? I don't know. Wow. You know, for for mm-hmm. me, like it's not like we do it at home yeah. just because we know how. That's right. And so I was like, you know, that's kind of interesting. You and there are things I get it
3: done twice yep. a year. You
2: know, I mean, yep. typically. Our bodies tell us that something's up, right? And then we have this reactive. visit, exactly. But there are things that can be picked up, and yep. so that is. But I knew yep. I, I wanted. I wanted to throw that in because I don't. Very I don't do that on my birthday, so it's like hard yep. to remember. But I've already made my appointment for next year. Yeah,
3: I just do it on the month of my
2: birthday. Yep. Right. Yep. So somewhere down that. So I'll. Uh, you know, I'll get a reminder as I did this year. Yep. I got a reminder like, hey. Your visit, you know, you so they checks. run the labs and all that. Well, I, yeah, I'd already had I you had already lab, had that so before, they, before you go you, in. Exactly. That's what I do. So, yep. yep. so, so do. otherwise, you go in for a, a second visit, yep. and guess how much that costs? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, that costs that's something. An right. That's an office visit, that's an office visit, of right? Probably 35 bucks. Yep, right. But you know, to our listeners, you bring up a very good point, and I do the same thing, Dr. Mark. Before I go to my visit, I get my labs done. Oh, yeah, Makes when sense. I leave my last visit, I get an order for the labs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For the coming upcoming six month annual visit, right, and I or get them done. Yep. Yeah, I get them done, and then when I go there, he's already got all my numbers. Yep,
2: yep. No, that's exactly the, yep. exactly the way we play it, and it it, it is funny because I'm like driving home, and I get a text from the lab, okay, saying that your provider has put it, but but it's not for a, it's for a year from now, right? So right. I think I have to check and oh, see what same the date thing is happens to me. Yeah, yeah, so I'm wondering if they have it for the year from now, yep. or yep. if they accidentally put it in, right. you know, cause, cause a lot of folks don't do that and they go right. to see their doc and the doc says, Oh, we need these labs. Yep. So they go to the front desk and check out. And so that can, that can be done in error. But yep. but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a kind of an interesting yep. process. But no, I wanted to definitely share with you that I, uh, I um, followed, followed you along. I'm very
3: excited, Doctor Mark. I'm glad you're compliant. The
2: things that we get so excited <laughs> about, Doctor. <okay. laughs> that's right. It's sad, but it's you know, good. It's good. But
3: you know, bringing that up when you talk about it, we'll just skip over a little bit. Okay. And we talk about how do how much do Americans actually spend on primary
2: care, Doctor Mark. Well, I mean, you just it,
3: mentioned your annual wellness yeah, visit It's free.
2: It's free. That's yes. Yeah. But but the but the doctors do get paid. Yep. Uh, let's make, make you know so the oh, yeah. insurance no, companies do. and and it's the, a reason, well, yep. the reason well the reason that the insurance companies do it is because that's a good way to save money because yep. if you catch things earlier. I mean they've looked at this yep. over and over again. Oh, yeah. And that the it's annual well visit worth it. annual visit is <laughs> is definitely something that that pays off in spades it's for not the insurance companies. And it's not just
3: in companies. The, companies. Medicare world commercial. Oh yeah, all of them. All of them. All of them, yep. Cost you nothing.
2: Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a is that a it's just a benefit that has caught on, or is that a doctrine how does it a benefit it's that's caught benefit? on over yeah. the years I'd
3: say in the last six, seven years, it's been pretty standard,
2: yep, so they just use that as yeah you know, when they i guess yep. when they put out that procedure not procedure yep. code but the yep. the the code for the visit but let's talk visit about this you know yep. we
3: talk about in in that twelve thousand six hundred dollars a year per capita annual spending on for every person man, woman, and child in America, twelve thousand six hundred dollars a year. Only four hundred and thirty nine dollars of that goes to primary care, which represents about seven percent. Doctor
2: Mark. Yeah. So when we look at that that twelve thousand per person per year, right? Right. If we go back and we say, okay, well, let's look. Let's pull out that top five percent of right. people, mm-hmm. which are are getting biologics, chemotherapy, or, you know, multiple surgeries. I wonder like if we if we looked at the center and then we yeah. we look at and, and we could look at age groups, if we look at people in their last six months of right, life right. and in your first six months oh, yeah. of life, right? Big difference. So yeah. that's gonna change that yeah. overall number a great deal. However, primary care costs that'll still be yeah. four thirty nine. OK, that's right. And it's just that it, it, the percentage will change. Right. Yep. So it's going to be a larger percentage because if if we if we take out those yep. those outliers, yep. we're, we're going to see a much lower well, number. Think per about per that. Person.
3: That's less than forty dollars a month. Yeah. Right. On your primary care doctor yeah. Yeah. over. Yeah. And that's your uh, co-pays, everything yeah. out of pockets. the Right. Works. Right. But, you know, the thing that is disturbing when you look at this, this was a, uh, a survey done by the Journal of the American Medical Association, JAMA. Mm hmm found that only 40% of participants that are insured had no primary
2: care spending,
3: 40%, which is almost half.
2: So 40% of participants had had no no primary
3: care spending.
2: So so they're 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 not
3: going to see their primary care. So if
2: they go directly into the ER, so that's what we're looking at Mm -hmm. here.
3: Or or specialist yeah. directly because,
2: because yep. to be fair the, those outliers that I talked about yep. are almost certainly seeing right. a primary care as well. That's right. That's right. You know because it's usually if you're if you're seeing a specialist they're going to tell you that okay yep. I need your primary care to take a look at this after this is done or that yep. is done yeah
3: and that so forty percent of America is not using a primary care doctor Mark huh interesting interesting that's very disturbing yeah all we've done on this show for two years is promote Annual wellness visits established with a primary care physician. Know your numbers, yeah. and you know we we we've, we've actually helped out with some surveys, knowing your blood sugar, sure. your
2: blood pressure, your yep. BMI, yep. and your cholesterol. And you know, if we look at the pediatric group, so so a large percentage of pediatric coverage in in our state is mm-hmm. Medicaid. Yep, and Medicaid yep. assigns you to a primary care doctor, and it is amazing. How many, you know, if I if I see the patient, they're not seeing that yep. primary care doctor. Yep. They came from the ER. Right. And and they don't even know that primary care doctor. So it's a good idea to have them assigned, right? To have exactly. it have it set up and they usually do it like geographically based on what address they're given. Right. But it's not getting done. And so I would say that many of my patients were were shuttled to me not through yep. their primary care. Right. And the first time they might hear about the patient is when I send a post op note. Yep. Yep. And say yep. that hey, we have, exactly. did this, and here's the note. And they're like, oh, this isn't my patient. I've never seen yep. them. I'm like, Wait. well, the state thinks it's your patient. Exactly,
3: it's been assigned to you.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's so, right. So their money's being spent. And the reason in the is they room.
3: spent the most money with you. Yeah, that's why it's. it's
2: well, no, no, no. The, no, it's not. They they can't because I'm a specialist. So I'm oh, not true. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't be attributed. Right, right. That's so, right. That's so, right. That's no, true. they they don't. They're not looking. Yeah. Th- that's the thing. they can look the and see law
3: of plurality when you look at attribution of the dollars
2: right and and they don't really look at that because mm-hmm. if they did they would know who wasn't going to see exactly. their primary care doctor yes and and it's but at, as with everything the administrative cost of figuring that out breaks the bank at the state right. level right which is why they farm this out right. and and have a, have private companies now yeah. running medicare right medicaid right that's right
3: well you know when you look at that 439 dollars per capita let's break it down to men and women Women spend $529 and men only spend $343 on primary care last year in 2022
2: All right. on primary care. All right. So you could say you're you're trying to say that they're spending, the women are spending more, but who lives longer? Yep. The women. Women. Right. That's so, right. So when I look at that number, Great point. I'm not saying, because yep. you said only, right, for the men. Yeah. Yep. Well, that this could be part of the problem yep. if that number was a little more equal, right? You know, and and you are probably right because the other piece is that primary care OBGYN is considered primary care. That's right, you know, and spe- I mean with it's some a mix. payers, it's really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so I would imagine that this number yeah. does fit into there, yeah, and and it for does. good reason because some of those practices are awesome at making sure the numbers are being checked and they specialize in making sure you've gotten your pap smears, your mammograms, and you're following up with those things that your primary care isn't going to do. So, so, so that's, that's kind of interesting. So I would say that, you know, this is, this is one way that you can re-identify that, that men are less likely to go see their primary care doctor than women.
3: But, you know, we're just talking about men and women. Let's break it down by health status, Dr. Mark. This was a really interesting number.
2: Yeah, People with yeah.
3: considered good to better health spend three hundred and seventy-four dollars a year on primary care. People with fair to poor health, you ready for this number? It's yeah. almost five thousand dollars a year.
2: Right. But it makes sense. Those are those outliers, That's right? That's right? right. Yeah. So that, that makes that makes perfect sense. Yep. And i and mean, it helps because, you know, as as you know, the listeners, you are you're you fit in one of these categories, yeah. right? That's right. So if you're not spending this or you're spending considerably more yep. Then you might want to look at how, what your practice is. Well, the right? thing how, about how it is that, it. that
3: fair to poor 5,000, uh-huh. a third of these people don't establish with a primary care, Dr. Mark.
2: A third of those, a
3: third of these people do not
2: oh, okay. establish
3: with a primary care doctor, but
2: but they're still spending
3: it at some time. They're type still of spending $5,000 yeah. a year on
2: average. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, right. that's a serious number. Yep. No, it is. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's and
3: when you look at metropolitan versus kind of non-metropolitan it's pretty average mm-hmm. uh, pretty close th- the numbers aren't aren't that different and then when you look at by race and ethnicity obviously your your black your hispanic and non-white uh have a higher cost
2: than than your uh well i mean it's white. not well so that's not no it's not it's at it's all. by by yeah. about by about a percent, yeah, yeah, or, or it's like a, that percent that, yeah, a percent to half percent, it's yeah, not. Yeah. Well, I mean, but again, when we're we're looking at what we do know, when we we look at the social determinants of health, when we look at race, yep. yep, and we look at income levels, we do know that those that are more challenged are less likely to have a primary care, That's so they're correct. going to the yep. ER. Yep. So this number really should, yep. you know, that shouldn't surprise that they're they're, yep. they're below the average, yep. right, and. And, you know, it shouldn't really it's not that's not a surprise Yeah. because no, of the no, way our no. system is set up. Yeah. And so so it's not necessarily uh, a yeah. a number of choice. Right. It's a number right. of the of situation. Okay.
3: And I want to bring up a couple more things. The uninsured by insurance type, 80 percent of uninsured do not establish with a
2: primary care doctor, Dr. Mark. And
3: yep. that's exactly where they need to be establishing to keep them out of the ER to avoid cost.
2: Yeah, but if they're uninsured, it's a hundred percent out of pocket. They don't so get a free go annual to the visit. So ER and they, so they it's go, a triage, right? And yeah, yeah right. no, no, that's that's a that is a system problem. It is for sure, It really is. And and that's one of the things that's yeah. going to kind of sink our yeah. problem. It is, it you is. Know? And and we do it. It does kind of lead into exactly that. But you know, when you're looking at Medicare, you're going to see a higher number for two reasons: one, mm-hmm. age, right. right? That's right. And two. You're going to see your primary care in Medicare because you're you're likely yep. to start there for anything. That's right, right. That's right. So that that does make sense.
3: But I thought these were some really interesting. Yeah, numbers it's an interesting
2: interesting on breakdown. America, on primary yeah. care. Yep, very good. Well, this was a, a good wrap up of it was. a little bit of uh, how money is spent. Yes, and uh, I still think there's a lot of mysteries that will follow. And in uh, in future discussions, I hope we can solve some of the mysteries, Larry. Great discussion, Dr. Mark.
1: Absolutely. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry.
3: Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's
2: Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings
3: for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now
1: Extra Saturdays at 11 a.m. Only here on The Answer.
2: and we got a couple of good things to talk about, but I, I want to go ahead and lay it out there. I think most of our listeners know that you find all the data, right? And I just show up.
3: Well, okay, that's not totally
2: Well, you gave me this paper last week, and I said, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to talk about it because I want to read it because right. it, it looks it's pretty in it's depth, pretty in depth. It's pretty yeah. In depth. Yeah. yeah. So I put it in my backpack. I took it home. That was it. <laughs> so instead of putting it off <SSSSSR> <That's> again <SR> okay. uh, yeah. you're, we're gonna let you gonna ind- introduce the paper yeah. and and yeah. uh we'll we'll, we'll you yeah know, well health, if you do all the talking yeah. that's out but i usually don't yeah like that health way,
3: affairs but. from oxford university did a study on emerging in global health care policy dr mark okay. and this is really important and they came up with 10 health policy challenges over the next 10 years and when i looked at this we talk about a lot of this, but we're going to get a little more in depth. This is probably going to take the rest of the show. But health policies and associated research initiatives are constantly evolving in healthcare, Doctor.
2: Right, Mark. and this is U.S. based. This is data. U.S.
3: based data okay. by Oxford University. The first because Oxford
2: University not in the U.S. Yeah. So that's why I asked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, it, you're right. It, it, it isn't so, in the so U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: See, it's tricky. Tricky. Yeah. Well, there's. Um, and they went and wrote it yeah. in English, so there, that's confusing. Yeah. Well,
3: they've got, you know, the, the Department of Health Policy and Management, Department of Family and Community Medicine, Harvard University. Okay, that's um, in America. Yeah, Department of Social and Behavioral Health. These are all agent, federal agencies okay. in the U.S. Okay, maybe it was.
2: Is it Oxford yeah. Press?
3: It might be. Okay, yeah. maybe that's it. Okay, maybe that's
2: it. Okay. okay. But,
3: but any word, you know, the key word here is health policy. Okay. And we don't talk a lot about politics. Health policy is not politics.
2: No, no, that's just something that that since our U.S. government pays for fifty percent of the health care in America, that's right. They have to, you know, they have to justify just yep. like, you know, just like the interstates. I mean, yep. anything—it's yep. a program that's a government-sponsored right. program. Right.
3: The first one is cost, access, and quality. And, Doctor yeah. Mark, we talk about this all the time. So, how do systemic barriers affect access to care, and what can we do about it? Got it. That's that's really interesting, you know. Despite reaching an all-time low in 2022 of less than eight percent of uninsured, uh, that that is only a marker. That doesn't tell you the access that people can't get across America for the the needs of their health care. True, true, true. You that know? makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and so that's kind of where it's it's coming from. Uh, they say mo- many Americans, particularly traditionally marginalized. Uh, by the medical system, also lack the confidence and trust that the medical profession is going to be appropriate and effective for their care.
2: Well, I mean, we saw this in in bright colors during COVID, yes, right? Yes, we did. And we, we saw yep. discussions, and I had discussions with friends. We all talked to people about, you yep. getting, you're you getting yep. the vaccine, you're not getting the vaccine. And, you know, there is a tremendous trust issue that, you know, I thought some groups did a pretty good job addressing yep. it. Yep. And then it hasn't been spoken of in the and, last two and years.
3: You know how many calls you and I got during this two-year pandemic about oh, yeah. healthcare access.
2: Yes, yes. Con,
3: you got a ton of well, them, and I got a ton. But, of But but
2: well, they're yeah. they're they're identifying you know the the groups again back to the social determinants of health, right? Back right. to access issues, yeah. and the the same ones that would be classified as being not utilizing yeah. the healthcare system, yeah. also are going to if they take a survey, they're going to say they don't trust.
3: That's right. They don't trust that's
2: that right. system. And, yep. and for good reason. Yep. I mean, it, it's all based on well, I mean, think about it. History. During,
3: and during the pandemic, 100 hospitals closed and they were mostly in rural America.
2: Right. Right. No. You so the lower we've economic areas that. for sure. Yeah. So so it is. But it, it goes back to that's that's a, a good one that we're going to mm-hmm. going to continue to hear about. Yep. I would have thought. But honestly, it's it has not been in the news yep. as, as no, much as I would have expected.
3: Well, you know, one of the policies that uh, most of the payers, particularly the Medicare Advantage payers, they're being hit pretty hard by CMS about are your provider directories accurate, current, and up-to-date? Because right. people are finding that, well, you're in the provider directory, but you don't accept my insurance. Right, right. How no. many times have you seen that?
2: I mean, I just the other day I had somebody that was all upset because they said – you know their their friend. You know it's always second, third yep. hand. Yep. Their friend called up and said, "You know, yep. i want to come in. Do you take my insurance?" Yep. And the front desk said, "Yeah, we take that insurance." Yep. And and they get there and they see the patient and then and they, send them a bill because they're, right. they're they're, it may they're out been, of network. Yeah, out yep. of, well, yep. either out of network or it's a different. You know, it, it could right. be right. It could be Etna here, but not yep. there. And uh, well, you know, I can tell you, they don't CMS understand that. Nobody really understands crack- that. No, they don't.
3: But they call these phantom or ghost providers, Doctor Mark. Oh yeah. When they're inaccurate on a provider network. Even though they're listed and there are fines for Medicare Advantage plans. CMS is really Mm -hmm. starting to crack down on this. Every quarter you have to verify your network with a Medicare Advantage plan now. Every quarter. Every quarter. Yeah, you have to send in a you're a complete Di- and and note, note the changes in the updates. We spend a lot of time in our own organization. Yeah, no, that's a lot. up with
2: this. No, that yeah. is a lot because, I mean, we're talking about.
3: We have eight or nine major insurance companies, and we have to keep up with that every quarter.
2: Right. Well, and yeah. how many doctors? Yeah. Hundreds of doctors. Thousand, Thousands. Thousands. Thousands
3: doctors. Yeah. So, you know, access, we're, as you said, we're going to continue to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. The system doesn't make sense. You can go to the ER You're going to run up a bill, and you're probably going to get a medical debt, and it's going to hurt your credit rating. But the bottom line is you can't access care there, and it's the most expensive way to access care.
2: Well, I mean, it's just – it's so inefficient and so costly. And at some point, I wonder if anybody's ever going to just say, well, maybe we don't pay so much for that because that's why people are, are looking at it. But, but at the same time, the reason it's costly is because you're not getting the level of care and follow-up right. that you need to make yeah. sure you have a good outcome. It's not that
3: primary care and, involvement.
2: And the most expensive yep. thing is having a bad outcome.
3: That's right. That's right. Next, Dr. Mark, new health care over-the-counter products. What will be required to meet consumer needs in the over-the-counter market? You know, most payers today have an allowance of $150, $200 a month where you can actually go out and buy over-the-counter drugs, aspirin, whatever else you need. Really? Yeah, and it's also always included, particularly in the Medicare world, but also it's now moved over into the commercial world, and particularly the Medicaid plans.
2: Well, I know in the Medicaid plans, historically, families would come up and you know, and they'd have surgery and say, well, we need to use ibuprofen. Yep. and Tom, they, Well, can you give me a prescription for that? Exactly. So they would need, yep. they previously, they needed us to write the script in order for it to be covered. Yep. Now, is that still the case or can they? No, I mean, how do they,
3: well, you don't need a prescription for over-the-counter drugs, obviously. Well, know I know, that. but yeah,
2: but, yeah. but then you have to pay the money.
3: That's right. So how That's
2: do right. they get, how do they get the money then back? Then they
3: send it in and get reimbursed.
2: That sounds, that sounds yep. like a, a, I bet that doesn't happen as much as we'd it, like it to. Probably
3: not. But the other thing, you know, a good example of what we're talking about in over-the-counter mm-hmm. is what they just did with hearing aids. Oh, yes. You remember that? Yes, yes. They lowered the cost of hearing aids, and you don't even need a script from right. a, from an audiologist right. to get a hearing aid yep. nowadays. Yep. They yep. dropped that cost about 90%.
2: Yep, and that was you know, really technology-based, right? Exactly. Because the, yeah. the original versions, yep. you know, one one size didn't fit all, and now – the, they are they're looking at maybe 80% of the population is going to be just fine with that yep. and that 20% yep. is going to figure it out right. and have to go to the next level.
3: And you know when you look at I, I was thinking when I saw this all the drugs in the commercials that are advertised on TV people don't know whether they're covered or not. Oh no, you know. No, it's they so don't. confusing.
2: Well uh, well there's no way to there's no way to tell them until you go buy it and get a bill.
3: Right. <laughs> That's right. Right. That's or right. well,
2: I mean typically when you go to the pharmacy they're going to tell you. Yep. And they'll say, okay, well, that's going to be X number of dollars. You're like, oh, yep. that, because that, they check with your insurance. Exactly. But, but the doctors, the doctors don't know. We don't know what's covered and what's yep. not. Right. You know, so, that's so, right. so, so, because every, yeah. you know. I
3: had a, I had a dermatologist. It's interesting you say that because mm-hmm. I had a dermatologist and, and I was having some, uh, what do they call it? Derma, dermatitis where you get itching right. on your arm and it wouldn't stop. She wrote me a prescription for a cream said this will stop it i went to the cream went to the pharmacy to buy it that tube was nine hundred dollars yeah it's not covered i said i I don't think the physician knew it was nine hundred dollars
2: no but that's where we that's another one of those we talked previously about compounding pharmacies and they'll send you the compound of pharmacy and then you'll go i can get it for fifty dollars yeah but then you find out the key ingredient isn't there that's right Yep. So, yep. yeah. So, you got that. That is. That, that's, that's, a, that's a toughie. That's yeah, a toughie. Yeah, that's a
3: difficult one. But, you know, we're going to continue to see more over the counter drugs and maybe drugs dropped from a prescription required to get more over the counter drugs in the future, Dr. Mark.
2: Well, you see a lot of them, like uh, for the uh, H2 inhibitors.
3: Okay. And okay. for the
2: protonic stuff. Okay. D- okay. Drugs. So, for drugs that are decreased your the pH in your stomach for, yep. for yep. ulcer and okay. reflux. So, those pretty much all once they've gone generic, have found their way to the over-the-counter market. Right, right. And this, that's a really good example of one of the areas where we probably spend way more money than we need to by getting yep. the newest yep. protonic type you know, drug right, as right. opposed to the one that's going to work and has right. low side effects. Exactly. But, but you know, wasn't the, yep. the, the new shiny yep. thing. And, yep. and, and that's where they really kind of pushed against you know, pharma marketing to physicians. So they they pretty much shut that down right. for any – but what they didn't shut down was marketing to the public. Right. And that's what you're referring to. So, I am. So if somebody comes into their gastroenterologist's office and asks for a drug by name, it means that they saw it on TV. Yep. And there may be five – literally five other drugs that this person who's not on anything – Yeah. That they could yeah. try, they could try first for yeah. for pennies on and the
3: dollar. And and you know, I, you mentioned earlier, you you pay for your over the counter drugs, and if you've got an allowance, you send it in and get reimbursed. The marginally income people aren't going to do that,
2: right? That's yeah, kind of where so. you're coming from. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I, and yeah. and I can't and I, and I share the frustration that I'm sure they would have for trying to make that yeah. process work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just like if you have you have an HSA, a health savings right know, account, right? right. And, the, and a lot the, of people do those things. Those things are covered. Mm-hmm. Well, it's typically and correct me if, if I'm incorrect here. It's typically linked to insurance policies that have higher deductibles. Correct. Right. That's so. Right. So you've got this this way to 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 pay for these things tax free. Right. And there are a lot of things that will be covered. Your eyeglasses are covered. You, if you have a massage, it's and, covered. Right. But you and, have to use your HSA card. That's right. Or it used to be. A and lot when more the money runs
3: out during the year, you're on your own. You're on your Once own. That for sure. card's empty.
2: Yep. yep. And then the the other it's kind piece, of like a debit card. The, the, right. Exactly. And yep. you can put it. it, you, it. You, yep. I mean, it's still your money that you're having to put away, or That's your right. employer. Can well, it contribute can be employer uh, right. based, right?
3: And and you contribute. It can be right. employer contribution and employee
2: contribution. Yep. So yep. so well, I mean, there's there's a difference between that the HS that the health savings account. Yep. And the what was it the FS FSA or F? Now I'm blanking the. It's the family medical, yeah, account FMA, FSA there, FSA. Yeah. So yep. so there's a difference there, right? Yep. Because one, right. it's use it or lose it, right. right. Whereas the HSAs go on HSA and on. HSA
3: roll over each year if you right. don't use the money. That's so right.
2: what I was getting at was it, it used to be if let's say you were at the drugstore and you purchased something and you didn't have that credit mm-hmm. card because you didn't right. want your wall to be that extra fat, and you can tell. You can send the script in, and it was this whole process. Well, now you can do it online, and it's it's pretty pretty pain free. But you got to sit down at a computer. You got to have an account, log in, and still do it. So so it's not like, I mean, it makes sense. There's no, I don't, I don't know any other way that you can do it. Yeah,
3: Doctor Mark, we're talking about health policy challenges for the next ten years. When we come back, we're going to get back into the health care equity, income, and ability for people to pay for healthcare
1: all right we'll be right back you're listening to healthcare now the truth about u.s healthcare we're going to a break and when we come back we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with dr mark and larry
0: Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950 FM 94.9. The Answer.
3: Navigate the healthcare process like never
2: before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings
3: for a great discussion on all things healthcare.
2: Healthcare Now Thursday nights at 7,
1: and now Healthcare Now Extra Saturdays at 11 a.m. Only here on The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry.
2: You have found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now Studios, and we are uh, getting our way through a really interesting paper. I mean, we're we're Brilliant. only in these two segments; we're yep. only able to cover a couple yep. of topics. Yep. And you know, the the one you, we had left the hanging on was an access issue, right? Yes. So that's right. so, when so many people who don't have insurance or don't have income to support that, mm-hmm. what is the safety net What's for healthcare? Net? What do they do?
3: And we know they yep. go to the ER, right? And run up a huge
2: bill, right? Right, and so, so, so okay. Let's so let's, think out, the, there, let's, well, let's think out of the well. Let's think out of the box here for a second. Okay, so we know that we know somebody has a head cold, and yeah. they yeah. go to the ER, yeah. and they go and they, they, the 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 treatment that they get for that head cold right. is the same thing they would have gotten if they went to their primary care or a minute clinic. Right, right, right. or a minute clinic. Yeah. Right, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. Right, so they may see so a nurse practitioner, you, but
3: they'll get an antibiotic right. if they need. How,
2: how many years? Like my entire career, yep. we've discussed this. That's right. Okay, so if the people are going to the ER, and if the powers that be are saying you can't keep going to the ER because it costs too much money, and we've got all yep. the we've got all these com- yep. you, you brought it up we've got all these companies opening up minute clinics yep everywhere why yep. don't we have a air quotes minute clinic in the ER. Yep. And right now, the only difference in the care is what's being charged. That's right. Right? So if the care is the same, why are we charging more? So it's got to be a better triage.
3: Because many of these minute clinics are actually staffed by health system physicians and nurse practitioners.
2: Well, it it almost seems like if you're not getting there, and and this isn't even a good way to divide it because a lot of people get there by ambulance and didn't need to go to see the doctor at all, right? But if you're not coming in... With a paramedic, an EMT who has said, "Yeah, we need That's to right. get you the the emergency room, life threatening Yet, yeah, all of those folks yep. could be shuttled to door yep. number two, yep. which would create a whole different system. Yep. So maybe we're arguing the wrong way yep. here, Larry. Maybe trying to get all of our patients to stay away from the ER. I mean, yep. this is what we do in our in our right. organization, right. right? Right. We're trying to work with the primary cares to talk to their patients, yep. and and they're, they communicate as best they can. Yep. And but anytime we have a a quote bad month, it's based on ER visits and admissions. so, yeah, so admissions if we can't system. control the utilization, right? Why don't we change the cost? Exactly. No, I agree with you. All right, end of the show. That's it. End of show. That's, it. Show. That's, That's it. it. I mean, but, but you
3: know when when you think about of the thousands and thousands of ER visits in America every right. year only 16 percent of those were actually necessary. Right. So 84 percent were avoidable. And of all the thousands and thousands of ER visits, only 12 percent of them resulted in an admission. And they were all with one of our health systems right, right. here in Orlando.
2: Yet, yet at the first step, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. We're not going to say yeah. who that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at, at that in that first step, whether you needed it, whether you were in the 80% or the, or, you yep. know, the 78% yep. or the 12%, your first steps cost the same. That's right. Okay. Yep. So yep. let's change that. Yep. So you go to a mini clinic and
3: you might spend 50 to $100. Right. You go to an urgent care, you might spend up to 300 Right. You go to an ER visit, $3,500 yep. minimum. Right. And you're, there's a good chance you're going to get admitted.
2: And the argument is, well, you know, we've got, it's our overhead. We have a higher overhead. Well, why do you have a higher overhead? Yeah. If you can, if you could operate in the same square footage as that minute clinic with the same level of care, then you can charge less. You yeah. just happen to be employed by the hospital. So it's almost like you have your, all my ER docs are probably going to kick my butt tomorrow, but, but, you know, you're, you're yeah. basically, you you need to not just triage right, but we need to triage our charges as well. Yep. That's right. I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And instead of saying just because you get triaged doesn't mean
3: your bills are going to be less. Exactly. Good exactly. Point. Yeah, because yeah, that
2: right. that process is that That's opening right. Right. that opening okay. amount of money. And you know, if you get admitted, some of those costs yep. are actually absorbed yep. on that other side. Right. But if you're not admitted, you're penalized. And, and over the years, you're like, well, that's because we want them to go to their primary care doc. Well, it's not right. working, people. Yep. It hasn't been working yep. for decades. So why, that's right. why do we think, well, how it's are we going to fix that?
3: Dr. Mark, one health system here in Orlando, and of course, they're one of the larger health systems across the country. They you're talking actually, about Taco
2: Bell? No. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. They,
3: they actually dropped their facility fees All in right. the urgent care center.
2: In their urgent cares, in their
3: urgent care centers, and none of the others, and their radiology, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew
2: about radiology. I didn't know the urgent care. They dropped
3: their urgent care centers, and basically, it's HCA's healthcare now. Okay, there is no facility fee if you go to an HCA healthcare now urgent care center.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. And then some of the other big players are using facility fees. Oh, the
3: other ones all charge facility
2: fees, which will
3: double, triple your bill.
2: Right. And so the idea there it's not that they're just magnanimous and generous yep. the idea there is they want to attract the market share exactly and they want people yep. to assess what healthcare system they belong to so great do it. Yeah. All of them do it exactly, and and you know, and, and that's a little center.
3: plug for healthcare now.
2: Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's yeah. it's it's kind of the the way. No, I'm sorry. It's yeah. care now. Care now is the name of their uh, and we're yeah, healthcare. I was going to say now. we're healthcare oh, okay. now, but that's yeah, you know, that's okay.
3: Maybe they should sponsor us. <laughs> uh, yeah, it could be.
2: It could be. Yeah. It could make. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the Big at, time. But they'll probably say they'll sponsor, but they're going to drop the payment for the sponsorship. That's that so, might be. That might Or they'll add
3: back their facility fee.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we'll have to. We'd have to stay really up on it. But yeah. but no that I think that it's our at some point you got to stop complaining about them yeah. and figure out well, what about us how, to access, how can we fix healthcare. it that's right. right but you know what it's an
3: educational thing too dr
2: mark Well, it is, but it's not going to change it's, that you're not right. going to change the that's education right. yeah. you can't educate if it's lower everybody lower income low, lower
3: socioeconomic you don't know any better
2: you don't well, know well, what I mean, you're like not generalized i'm yeah. just, but, but i'm not but trying we'll, to tag but, anybody right yeah. it, but it, the fact is we know yep. as a community that certain things aren't going yep. to change. Right. So why do we Better keep change. thinking that they will? Yep. yep. And why they do will. we keep complaining that if you don't put a garbage can in the middle of the park, people can put garbage on the ground. Exactly. So I got to buy garbage cans. That's exactly. All right. So and I a, can't keep going. They keep putting garbage on the ground if I don't give them another option.
3: That's a great analogy. Right? Because so, look and think about it. There's a minute clinic on every corner. There's a urgent care on every corner, yet people go to the ER.
2: Right, because the ER is what everybody knows. That's right. Everyone knows, yep. and and the minute clinic, you got to think. Oh, well, I mean, it's got to be a little confusing. We're in the business, yeah, right. Yep. But you can we start naming. So you walk
3: in CVS or Walgreens, and you walk to the back of the store, and the pharmacy's there. But now, oh, look at the there's a clinic over there yep.
2: too. Or there's there's I don't know how many different brands of urgent care centers now. That's right. And people have to get pretty confused. That's and right. with the hospital groups now having certain urgent cares, now your insurance cover, yep. if you've got insurance, may or may not be covered by some of them. So now you're you're making folks yep. make these decisions again, whereas yep. they know if they go to the ER, they're going to get what they think they need. That's right. And well,
3: they're going to get care.
2: They're going to get care by law. Yeah. And, and you know, it's just, we need, I think when the system keeps complaining about how it's not working, you got to start, turn around and look at the system. And that, and that's where we are. I mean, we, I think we have, we have solidified the belief that the observations that we have about people going, people going to the ER for, for a runny nose is going to happen. Has to, it's going to happen. In
3: fact, if I was a payer and I'm paying your claim you go to the ER on Saturday night for a bad cold that you've had for a week. I'm probably going to not pay that claim.
2: Well, except for the fact that if that claim. And I'm going to put that in your but certificate if that claim, of coverage. Yeah, if that yeah. claim was the same cost of you going to your primary care. Right. For that claim. Yeah. We're not talking about well visits here. No, I understand. Yeah. If that claim was that, then you would pay it. That's right. So, well, of course, So let's change yeah. what the claim is, exactly. not where the claim is. Right. And educate the patient. You no, know, well, Eric, give up You're on educating saying, the patient. So
3: you've given up on educating patients? Yes. Yes.
2: I mean, we've been educating. We can't give up on educating well, patients, we've, we've, Dr. Mark. But we've been doing it for, for decades. <laughs> Our clinical team, we do it every day, well, as you know. Well, we're, we we do more educating doctors. <laughs> well, that's true. Right? True. And, but we
3: do care management, right. too. Right. And to so, so we're patient.
2: trying to educate the doctors yep. to pay attention to their right. clients. Right. Right. And show them the way because they right. don't all listen to the show, yeah. right? Yep. So so that's that right. that's what we do. Yeah. We we, we, have, we actually don't spend a lot of money on just educating right. pay, the patients. Well, let patients. me tell you what
3: we're doing right now. We actually have a 90-day annual wellness campaign within our organization. Mm-hmm. Of the thousands of patients that we take care of, we have actually identified all of our patients by primary care on all of our payers that haven't had an annual wellness visit this year. Right. And beginning June nineteenth through September nineteenth, we have a campaign, and we're reaching out to these patients to their primary care, trying to get these people right. in for an annual.
2: Exercise. But I'd still argue we're educating the doctors, well, not true. the patients, right? And the staff, yeah, because yeah. because yeah. when those patients get that notification, mm-hmm. it will show that it's to their doctor, That's right. Right? yeah, right. So so it's we'll really even where help them the, yeah. schedule their yeah. appointment. Yeah, but yeah. but again, why why do we do this? in the healthcare plans yep. that we work with because we know that it's going to save money yep. and give better outcomes, better right?
3: outcomes for sure.
2: So, yep. so that that's, that's great. But we're, yep. we're talking about the minority yep. of of patients and we that's talk right. about value-based care being so important, but it till yep. still to date, it's not prevalent enough. It needs to be yep. across the board. Yep. And then we might see some cures in, in that, but yep. But at the same time, I'll, I'll go back to my. I've never not heard people say, oh, they went to the ER for this. Right. Well, yeah, they did.
3: Yep. That's
2: and right. And penalizing them with a bill isn't going to work. Ever. Well taken, Dr. Mark. You know, not ever. Yeah. So
3: last topic because we're running out of time private equity takeover of health care. What does it mean? You know, it's been stated and, and documented that private equity creates overtreatment aggressive billing practices and widespread use of non-complete and non-disclosure agreements that confuse no, patients. non-compete, non-compete yeah, yeah non-compete
2: yeah yeah so that there's, there's a number trillion of trillion dollar industry dr Martin. well it's an investment yep so it's it's and and people that come into healthcare as business individuals mhm have no other option than to look at it. And that's, that's what right. they'll say at their meetings. They'll go, okay, listen, this is healthcare is a product like any other product. It's like selling donuts. Yep. And so yep. let's figure out how we can make <clears throat> more donuts for less and sell them all. That's right. Right. That's right. And so you can't blame that process yep. because there are yep. many things that we do in medicine that we could learn a lot from the business world. And no question. Yep. But at the end of the day, we're not really designed to be that kind of profit model. That's right. And the only way to make us that kind of profit model is to do things that we're not designed to do. Exactly. Right? And because if you cut costs by cutting care, you're not going to cut costs. Then the outcomes are going right. to drive up but, cost. But, right. That's, so, right. that's and, right. But they don't. Yeah. that next step isn't a business lesson. Right. It's a healthcare lesson. That's exactly right. And I think that's, that's what we're going to see. And I think yep. what we'll see is a churn and burn model, and we're already seeing it, where yep. companies come in, Grow too fast, yep. or they grow well, and another company buys them, yep. and it's definitely a it's a short term band aid right. for the problem that some practice might have, or or some entity right. might have right. that that they can get bailed out of. Right. So I, I I don't think we can put them all in the same bucket because some of them do it better than yep. others. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's probably not the magical answer that we would look for here on right. healthcare right. now.
3: Dr. Mark, we're running out of time. Next week, we're going to follow up with genomic testing, molecular uh, lab, and then we're going to talk about conditions that are right for physicians. Seize the moment in healthcare. And the question is, are they ready, Dr. Mark? I hope so. See you next next week. week.